0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Thursday the 11th of June. In your Squiz today, relief as missing Victorian teenager is found, the Vatican's response to George Floyd, the real effect of probiotics and feral chickens. This is your Squiz today. Starting off today with a truly good news story. William Callahan, the 14-year-old boy who was missing for two nights in freezing temperatures near Mount Disappointment in Victoria, has been found alive and well. It's been a difficult time for the family and tough going for the searchers. Take us through what happened, Claire.
1: What happened was that Will, who has non-verbal autism, was out for a walk with his father and brother on Monday, which was, of course, a long weekend in Victoria. And he ran ahead as they approached the summit and disappeared. And a big air and ground search was mounted involving more than 450 people. But after two nights, they hadn't found him. Yesterday, volunteer tracker Ben Gibbs, who knows Mount Disappointment like the back of his hand, had a feeling that he might have some success because he knows it so well and lo and behold he was able to find him and bring him back to his family in pretty good nick. Huge amount
0: of relief for everyone involved, of course. They got pretty creative with their search techniques.
1: They did. Because Will has nonverbal autism, they had to adjust their search techniques. Yelling wasn't going to help, uh, so they had to use music. Uh, They also had to go quietly at some points. Police talked quite a bit yesterday about how they also needed to make sure that they were able to call off helicopters in that search because it was too loud uh, for Will to cope with and an incredible result.
0: As you say, Will is in pretty good nick. His mother says he's calm and the doctors say he managed to avoid hypothermia. So such a great result. We've seen the impact of the death of George Floyd go global through protests and demonstrations around the world. And now, even the Vatican seems to be weighing in, Claire, something that is seen to be significant in a US election year.
1: There is a reckoning that's starting to happen now about what all of this means for Donald Trump's chances of re election in November's presidential elections. And one of the interesting things to come through is that the Catholic Church is really starting to take a bit of a stand against Trump, which seems quite out there when you think about the Pope Mm. campaigning against a sitting US president but what they say is that the Holy See has reacted to George Floyd's death in a really significant way that Pope Francis has named George Floyd a couple of times uh, and also offered support to an American bishop who was criticised for kneeling in prayer. There's apparently long been a view in the Vatican that the US has an obsession with abortion, contraception and gay marriage, and has ignored other issues that are very dear to it, like dealing with racism, immigration, the death penalty, and poverty. So, seems like there might be a bit of a showdown there
0: back home now and Virgin Australia's path to new ownership continues. While they're down to two final contenders, there's now concern that they might get cold feet unless the
1: government steps in with some cash. What the administrator says is that the issue for those couple of final bidders is that if borders aren't opened and if they're unable to make international flights, that they have a concern about the viability of the business in the interim when it can't actually rev up and get to profitability again. Even though the Prime Minister Scott Morrison has said that the government wasn't going to put its hand in its pocket for Virgin, uh, he yesterday said that the best thing that could help the airlines in general as well as Virgin is for the states to reopen their borders.
0: The final bids for Virgin Australia are due on the 22nd of June. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will ask an expert panel to reassess the case for posthumously awarding the Victorian Cross to World War II hero Edward Teddy Sheehan. The
1: Victorian Cross is Australia's highest award for bravery. Claire, what's Teddy's story? Teddy's story is that as an 18-year-old, he was fighting in World War II just near uh, modern-day East Timor. Uh, He was on the HMAS Armadale, it came under attack from the Japanese, and even though the ship was in a lot of trouble. He launched lifeboats to get uh, crew members onto and then he returned to his post to shoot at enemy planes. 49 crew were saved, a lot due to Sheehan's actions. Uh, He has had a long uh, train of family and veterans looking to have him recognised with a Victoria Cross and that has so far been unsuccessful. But the intervention of Scott Morrison uh, in that process to a point Dr Brendan Nelson who's the former Liberal leader and director of the Australian War Memorial is quite significant.
0: That panel will have their review to the Prime Minister by the 31st of July. Australia has 100 Victorian Cross recipients and no one yet from the Navy has received one. Something else that's being reviewed is the effect of probiotics on gut health. A new study from the American Gastroenterological
1: Association states that the popular supplement doesn't actually do that much. Doesn't actually do much for digestive health at all, apparently. Mm. A lot of people have the assumption that yogurt and those little probiotic drinks do wonders for your gut health. That's what we grew up learning, but apparently not. And it's one of those things where probiotics and vitamins and those sorts of things don't actually have a lot of research done into them because they're very difficult to then license so when it comes to making these claims this new study says that it might have some effect on the edges uh, of some extreme conditions but if you're guzzling the yogurt and those little drinks thinking that it's doing your gut a lot of health probably isn't well it still tastes pretty good at least yogurt's delicious that's for sure (laughs)
0: It's been a minute between matches for the AFL with round one played back in March, but it's back on, kicking off with Richmond versus Collingwood tonight. The season will have a few differences
1: though, Claire. What they're doing in the AFL is releasing fixtures in four-week blocks, and that represents the logistical challenge that is running the AFL because it's a coast-to-coast game, unlike the NRL, which is based on the East Coast. So there's some challenges there. Also, there won't be a crowd, and Mm. even though... There will be some people attending in small numbers in some areas. If you're watching it on the telly, you can get used to that canned fake audience sound.
0: Apparently, the fake crowd noise is actually super technical. They're customising sounds from each ground, each team, kicks, penalties, etc. And Australia is world-leading in the tech of it. There's a link in the Squiz Today email if you want to read more. Before we start wrapping up today, we've got a new Squiz Shortcut episode out today as we do each Thursday. This week, we're taking a look at Royal Commissions, something we've had quite
1: a few requests to do. There's been a number of high-profile Royal Commissions uh, recently and ongoing. We're looking at one into bushfires and the aged care sector. So we have a look at how it all works and what it actually means and what it can lead to.
0: You can find that episode by searching Squiz Shortcuts in your podcasting app. A written explainer is also up on the website. I'll put that link in your episode notes. And just a reminder that if you have a topic that you'd like covered in a Squiz Shortcut, send us an email to hello at squiz.com.au. Now, we know that animals reclaiming ground while everyone is under coronavirus lockdown is a big hit in our Squiz Kids podcast, but they're good for big Squiz people too. A village in New Zealand is suffering from a plague of
1: feral chickens. Feral chickens. Who would have thought? Apparently, they're absolutely terrorising this village uh, that's outside of (laughs) Auckland. It did make me laugh quite a bit as a chicken lover, but I do know they can actually be quite vicious when they want to and terrifying that goes to our subject line today as well which uh, as we're on a bit of a Ray Charles bender uh, I've got bend over let me see you shake your tail feather oh nice one and I reckon there would have
0: been a few happy dances being done on Mount Disappointment with the news that William was found as well I think that's all from us have a good Thursday we'll be back with you tomorrow the Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. you are your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.